0: sorcerers come from bloodlines right so like the
1: sorcerer right definitely the sorcerer however is it much funnier so your hypothesis is that like wizards saw (laughs) sorcerers and you're like i want a piece of that yeah is it much funnier if wizards are like okay i've invented magic i'm gonna study it it takes me (laughs) years and years of practice and then sorcerers like oh shit i'm gonna do that as well. I'm gonna do as well. Like, the wizard would be like, what the fuck, man? I just... I
2: thought... You, the, yeah, just... the way I thought you were going with this was um, the wizard created a sorcerer. Yeah,
0: I thought that's what I was going to do.
3: <laughs> The wizard fucked... Then... I mean,
2: the worst part is that that's probably where the
1: arcane bloodline came from. The, the all, wizard. I don't
2: even know if it's fucked. I think it was just experiment, experiment, experiment. Oh, whoops. There's, <laughs> suddenly oh, sh- this person shit. now has magic in their blood. The voice. first
0: sorcerer was a test tube, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god. This is worse. I'm going to say wizards definitely came first. <laughs> okay, we're going to play some Pathfinder now. Uh, Ritz, what happened last time?
0: Um, okay. So, uh last time on we uh came back to Killsolo, uh teleported mm-hmm. and uh it was in the middle of being attacked by bitches and hoes aka Clockwork Men Um
1: where did they come from? What was happening there?
0: <sighs> I came from Patax and then I the- <laughs> sprit- <laughs> having a good time. Um <laughs> Uh, so, we have since kicked some ass, uh, we've gathered some armies to kick some ass. So we drove the rest of the bitches and hoes out of Kilsella. um, and from there, er, we've since decided, hey, fuck the tax. um, and we've gone down with our armies to go and try and fuck their shit up. Uh, mm-hmm. And we hit Little Town. Well, that's not going to be
1: super easy, is it?
0: No. No, it's not. I'm scared. Tax is big. Uh, they've got a big fucking army protecting Patex of uh, those clockwork hoes. Um, and that's not going to be easy to really get through. Uh, so, in the meantime, we've come across Little Town, which is a place that used to belong to Patex No longer, since they threw them to the fucking dogs. Um, or should I say wyverns? Um, shut the fuck up about dogs. I'm so sick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sick. Um, wyverns were attacking this whole town. (laughs) Uh, and uh, we fucking killed them and made them go away. Not all of them. But, um, that's kind of where we are right now, right?
1: That is where you are right now. Uh, you've just defeated your great army of paladins, fighters, and wizards. Uh, you have managed to successfully protect the uh, town, the little town of Little Town, from <coughs> certain destruction. <laughs> uh, are we all ready to hop right in? So, uh, Kingmakers of Kilsela, you stand now in the ruins of a little town called Little Town. Uh, bodies of uh, horrific wyverns litter the streets uh, as your armies start to clean up a little bit. Um, you can see a few of the survivors of Little Town peeking out from behind uh, boarded up windows and uh, opening up doors, checking out if the danger is gone. You have saved not everyone, but most people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How are y'all doing? It's the best we can do in a war.
3: Alden's thoughts are well, thank fucking
0: God. Thank God think fuck uh Iker is dazed i think definitely i don't think i think he's definitely dazed but he's okay he's glad that most people are okay and that they did what they could do
2: i think casca generally feels the same i think she is also trying to tend to the wounded soldiers and any wounded like civilians because she doesn't like people being hurt <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, a lot of people around are kind of freaked out by Isror, who is going around and like bringing particularly wounded people towards you. Um, you get the feeling <laughs> not many of them have had a chance to see a wolf before. Uh, because, you know, no dogs in too. No
0: dogs allowed. Yeah. No dogs. <laughs> not One do- dog allowed. One dog, <laughs> and it is Isror.
1: He's large
2: and trying to help. <laughs> trying his he really damn is. best.
1: Eventually, uh, you are approached. Uh, it is by an old lady. Um, by the looks of her, she may once have been an adventurer uh, before she took an arrow to the knee. Shut um, the fuck
0: up. Shut stop. up. I swear to God, <laughs> you and me, on God, the the second I fucking see you, it's on sight. I'll fucking kick your ass.
1: So she approaches you, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, she approaches you all, um, and she kind of like. Uh, Looks you all up and down and clears throat and says, Excuse me, are you the kingmakers of Kilsela? Yes. Yep. (sighs) Yes. You know, you pray for a miracle and it comes. Suppose uh, Arasal's got eyes watching from above to take care of us one way or another, huh?
3: (laughs) I guess so. I'm glad that we were able to get to you guys before before anything.
1: That makes two of us. Uh, and she kind of holds up a hand and says, uh, Grindelda Drayden, pleasure to meet you. I am the acting Mayor of Little Town.
3: Pleasure to meet you as well.
2: It's nice to meet you.
3: You, um, I'm Alden. And, um, I'm the the sheriff of Kilsela.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And this is Iker. he's nobody, and <laughs>
2: Wow!
0: Icarus <laughs> like, yeah, thanks. Oh. Icarus as in the king? No, Icarus <laughs> as in nobody apparently.
1: <laughs> He's the king, I was just fucking with him. Don't worry. Yes, that's me. <laughs> the situations must be dire if you've sent your king out. You're the trio that- and then that means that you must be Kaskatanovin, right? Uh, yes, High Priest yep. the best
3: citizen of our entire country. Yeah. You're
1: the trio that Stop helped it, liberate the Drelev Keep, is that correct? Yep. Yep. And us. also with the, uh, oh, the Stag Lord, that uh, bandit king who ruled a couple of years back. That was Yutri as well. Uh, wow,
0: that was yeah. a long time ago, yeah. That
1: was Surprised a long ago. you remember really. that? It's only been about four years. Oh my it's god, time is four an years. illusion Four or five? Something like that.
3: Owen's like, wow, we've been non stop just doing shit for <laughs> years. It's been
2: one thing after another every year afterwards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's always So it for would me. seem. <laughs> you have a lot of sympathizers here in Little Town. I suspect oh, that's, that's that. why uh, Iriveti, uh sacrificed us in order to get some favors with the Wyverns.
0: That's awful. That is pretty shitty, but. Yeah. I think he did it because he's just fucking evil
1: seems that way. We've never uh, I was never much of a fan of Iroveti's ways but I suppose that makes sense Drelev wasn't really a fan of Iroveti's ways for different reasons and you see what happened to him Yeah. And then we're not a fan of Iroveti, so you see what happens to us (laughs) He's just
3: trying to get rid of anybody who doesn't like him.
1: Anyone who doesn't like him gets trod under his boot
0: A little bit of a rat that way.
1: Regardless, it seems that he made uh, an alliance (coughs) with the wyverns. So that can only mean that he's made a contract with uh, the mother of all wyverns.
3: The mother of all wyverns.
1: Minognos Ushad. Hmm. She's a a nasty one. We'll put it that way.
0: Gotta be to give birth to a bunch of wyverns. (laughs) <laughs> I mean shit Like
1: If Minogno shard is allowed to Keep going There's every chance that she'll You know Spawn some more wyverns And send them our way We were Essentially meant to be A reckon, a trade He gives them Little town And allows them to devour us And They help him In his war conquest Oof. I'm assuming if you're here to save us, then it must be you that they're uh, attacking.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: Yep.
1: <sighs> yes. Well, one way or another, I can't really offer much. Most, uh, Many people here in Little Town have been badly hurt, and the ones who aren't, <coughs> well... They're in no shape to fight either. You don't need to offer so, anything, it's okay. Well, you can say that I'm still gonna offer you something, uh, <laughs> my lord. You can use Little Town as a home base for your armies if you need to use him while scouting the rest of this area.
3: It, that isn't a bad idea. It's actually
0: a pretty great idea, thank you. It's
2: very much appreciated, especially with where we are. It, we can't... We can't go against, up against that
1: robot army right right now. Is there a robot army? Excuse me? Robots? What? You
0: know, yeah, don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> robots? Yes. you people, yeah. Since when has Pataxe had robots, excuse me?
0: For a fucking while, apparently.
1: Apparently a while. Jesus. mercy of the rest will be upon us. Right. If you and your uh, men want to camp here... We'd appreciate having a bit more protection, anyway.
0: Of course, we appreciate the shelter.
1: She kind of looks up at the sky and says, "Seems to be getting dark. I would uh, suggest that you all get a good night's rest here. We'll get something together. I can't promise you'll be princely, but we'll get you somewhere to sleep."
3: Of course, thank you. It's totally fine. We we do a lot of camping. It's not like no one's looking for like a soft, super perfect bed or anything.
1: Those rumors are true, then. She kind of leans against a wall. Uh, those what? The kingmakers of Kilcella spend more time out adventuring in the wilds than actually in the kingdom itself.
3: Haha. <laughs> Maybe. I don't think that it's outside the kingdom unless we kind of have to. Yeah. Um. It's more just that we have a lot of kingdom, and a lot of it is in the forest. <laughs>
1: Right, so hard to tell which is just Pitaxin propaganda and which is the truth. And as she's kind of leading you all away before you all get into bed, she's like, "So tell me, is it true that you fought a lich?" Um, oh yeah,
3: that one's so true. Yeah. Do you? Al, yeah. Alden Alden pulls down his shirt a little. He's like, "Do you see the scar?"
1: <laughs> God,
3: uh, I almost so, died.
1: So you guys uh, are kind of led off to. Uh, Get a good night's sleep, and a good night's sleep, you all get. Uh, your spell slots are full up, uh, you're all back to full HP. I'll say, uh, your armies regroup a little bit, get something to eat. Um, you guys brought a lot of your own rations, so you don't have to eat out, little town or I'll out eat, little town. Please don't eat out, little town. <laughs> Phrasing. Um, just wait. <laughs> morning comes, and uh. There's, you know, a, there's a few, like, uh, glints of sunlight that peek through the window at uh, U-Tree. Uh, you did get somewhere in the end. Uh, the roof of this inn has been ripped off, but it's got the comfiest beds in the town, so mm-hmm. they kind of mm-hmm. made amends with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you all slowly come to. Uh, what do you guys do?
0: Uh, I wake up.
1: Okay. Well, good start. Did the rest of you also wake up? (laughs) Yes. No, I died
3: in my sleep. (laughs) 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 New character
1: time. Uh, Okay, no.
3: Alden does wake up, um, and then he eats breakfast.
0: We strategize at the breakfast table, hundred percent. Okay.
1: Okay. Would you like me to remind you everything that you know?
0: Yes, that would be cool.
1: Okay. Uh, basically, to you like you kind of realize that going into the woods might be, while there might be stuff in there, it might also be dangerous because uh, these are the same forest that Iriveti apparently got whisked away to this uh, first world in. Mm, yeah, let's um, not go in
0: there. Okay.
1: There might be stuff that's worthwhile in there, but you can't say for sure. Yeah. Um, there's also uh, the mountain range, the Brantland Mountains. Uh, which kind of stretch on behind that. And then behind the mountains is Numeria. You probably don't want to go to Numeria. It's fucking Numeria. Unless you'd like to deal with uh, barbarians wielding laser guns.
0: Nothing. I like that, actually. Maybe another campaign.
2: That that sounds cool, but for this one, I'll pass.
3: (laughs) I think that we should go. I
0: think that we should not (laughs) fucking go at all. Never.
2: I
3: think that we should go and get a and get some laser guns.
0: You just want a lightsaber.
3: I said laser gun. Blasting is the correct term. <laughs> laser gun. Blaster. This is happening over the same place. <laughs> <point. laughs>
1: okay, well what you guys do?
0: Okay. So uh down this river is Patax. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: But we cannot just walk down there uh, because they have
1: uh, The Clockwork Regiment will almost certainly immediately see you and murder you to shit.
0: They have bitches at hand. Yeah, that's true. I remember that we wanted to scout and see if there's any way we could get in without going through those people people, bitches, whatever they are Mm -hmm. So I think we should continue with that and go scout.
1: Uh, which direction are you going to scout?
0: Maybe scout a little bit down the river. Just a touch. Yeah, I think that would be a good idea.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, are you taking your armies with you, or are you just traveling by yourselves? Oh. If you see an army, you can always run back and grab yours. That's true. Keep them here.
0: Yeah,
3: let's keep I them. I think gorgeous. we should leave them there for for the stealth of it all. Yeah. Yeah,
1: we're just scouting. For the so. uh, Yeah. I remember <laughs> you are also looking out just in case you do see uh Minognus uh, Ushad, which is mm-hmm. apparently if you guys don't take care of that, more wyverns might come.
0: Uh-oh. Mm.
1: Yeah.
3: Do we know around where she is or where nope. she might be?
1: Just know that she's in this general vicinity.
3: That's creepy. Uh, okay. Um so, we should leave the armies here for now. Mm-hmm. Um, one, because Little Town is a bit defenseless. Yeah. And two, um, because if we go around with three armies right now, it takes away from a lot of the stealth part that we could do with just three people. Yeah. But four people. <laughs> Issue, so you're a person.
1: Um, <laughs> and not us.
0: very stealthy.
1: Issue, whines.
0: Don't D- be no, mean. I didn't mean it to be mean. I just mean I'd th- love him.
3: <laughs> you have to be nicer. But, um, so.
2: Casca leans down on his wrist. She's like, he didn't mean it like that. <laughs> For wines. He didn't mean it like that. Look, you can be very stealthy. Shh.
3: shh, shh, shh. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> he was offended. <a> <laughs> He's feeling. He's a fucking wolf. But, um, <laughs> Don't uh... kill him. Um, so, so yeah. you wanted to scout down the river, right?
0: Yeah.
3: Okay. Then we should—we've got um, everything ready and all our stuff and weapons and shit.
1: Yeah. Uh, you guys head down south uh, along the riverbanks, uh, keeping yourselves kind of head low. Um, Iker, it's kind of weird for you to be like moving without uh, Hengren. Mm-hmm. uh You're used to a very much a very cooperative and lovely horse. Uh, and this new one, mm. uh, Jaw Jr. Um, <laughs> he's he's okay. He's he's not great, but he's okay. Um, miles better than his uh, shitty old father at the very hey, least. <laughs> Stop being mean! Stop that. Stop saying his, mean his things. Bag of death. bones,
2: no. piece of shit father who <laughs> no. amounted to nothing in his life. On sight, I will kill Stop you, Derry.
1: He didn't do anything to you. Uh,
0: he died. That's what he did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alden shut the door too hard when he was leaving no! uh, so, uh, just, uh, stop don't, mean, don't put that away. on Alden that's on you dairy Alden um, didn't do anything okay so you continue moving uh, and as you're moving okay uh, Alden it's been a while but your hero boy senses go off
3: Alden stiffs the air
1: uh, your eyes do the anime sparkle for a second and as you're moving, you catch sight of something and get the other two to stop because you see in uh, some of, like, a, a scatter of uh, trees nearby signs of something inhabiting them.
0: What is it,
3: boy? Some... What do you see? Okay, shut up. A second of all, <laughs> watch out or I'll go feral. <laughs>
1: You stink, you see signs of a camp.
3: Almost like I think there's a camp or something there. A camp? Yeah, we should be careful because we don't know who or what is camping out there.
0: That's true, and I don't know if I want to find out. Right.
3: So we
2: should... Who's the, Who's the sneakiest of us? Um uh, my cloak of Elven gives me invisibility and my stealth Where the fuck is my stealth is plus seventeen.
0: But I do have plus twenty-one to stealth.
2: Casket takes off her cloak. She's like, Would you like would you like to do the honest
0: You know I sure would. And he takes it and he <laughs> puts it on. Uh
1: you pull the hood up and immediately you fade out of view. Um, what do you do, Icker? Oh my god, my roll? best
3: friend disappeared.
0: <laughs> no, bro, I'm still here. Okay. I'm still here, bro. Oh, um... bro,
3: okay.
1: <laughs> uh, do you sneak over, Wicker? Yeah. You start to make your way to, into this little uh patch of trees. Uh, where you are right now is mostly plains, but uh as you are approaching here, there are like a couple of uh trees and, and a little grove, I guess is the word. Mhm. Um and as you approach, you do see the signs of a camp. Uh, there's a little fire pit with uh, a fire still going. Um, scattered possessions. And as you approach a tree, you hear a noise.
0: What's the noise? <laughs> Never mind, Bleeding. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> um, think... All right. That means there's something here.
3: Chomping.
0: Something's
3: chomping. Then you hear a noise that's
1: like...
0: Can 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 I see where the noise is coming from?
1: It's coming from the other side of a tree.
0: Can I see what's on the other side of the tree?
1: Uh, You start to kind of sneak around the corner and poke your head around, and you see the culprit. Who's the culprit? A figure about three feet tall red beady eyes <gasps> teal skin and big white chompers oh. it is indeed a goblin
0: yes yes, yes um, uh... fucking love you fucking love this so, goblin, uh, the,
1: goblin uh, the goblin has like a sturdy frame with dark teal skin with a lot of alchemy uh, scars like all over them um, does,
2: <laughs> th- does this boy have bombs on him
1: uh, well, she has hair. <gasps> <Gee>. <gasps> hair? Hair? Uh, it's an unnaturally bright fuchsia and only grows huh? on the right half of her head. What is happening? Uh, what is the left going half on is covered with this, in burn scar tissue. This uh,
3: gay-ass of... goblin. <laughs>
1: uh, it's kind of swept to one side and goes down to about her jawline, maybe a little bit shorter. Um, she's wearing a like studded leather and a gauntlet that's kind of also like a work glove. Um and she's kind of wearing like a leather work apron and a pair of trousers. Um there's like a lot of other stuff uh scattered around, but you can see uh the source of the no- those noises. Uh they're currently doing a little bit of alchemy. Oh. I thought
0: they were and chomping. also
1: they were they were super uh chomping onto a, oh. a little hodge, so they were having a, a work time snack and um, hmm, uh, they oh. also haven't seen you. So this goblin is still kind of, like, alcheming away, if that makes sense.
0: Is she, like, alone? Like, is this camp for one yes. person?
1: It looks... Now that you're looking around, it definitely looks like it's for one person. There aren't other people here.
0: Uh, okay. Um. Icker goes back to Alden and Casca, and he takes off the cloak. And he's like, okay. Well, it's only one person. And that person is a goblin. And she's just kind of doing her thing. Damn. She's just kind of, like, literally vibing, so, um... She's just vibing. (laughs) Alright. And Um, she
3: was, like, alone?
0: Yeah, no one else is there. Okay. So
3: that is kind of good, maybe? Perhaps. It's certainly not an army, thank God.
2: Yeah, we don't. Yeah, but we just have to make sure that she's okay, like on our side, okay.
3: All right, okay. You we should. Do that?
0: Yeah. Cool. Let's let's uh, let's, uh
1: really amazing. carefully
0: approach her. She. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to get bombed in the face. Uh, neither do I. So yeah, let's be really, really nice. Just, like, overly nice. I'm always nice.
2: I will try my best.
0: Okay, hold on. Shut up. This could go two different ways. She hears us come and then gets a bomb ready, and then the other one is that we sneak up on her and scare her half to death. Uh, and she also bombs us. Uh, shit.
3: Why don't we... talk... Why don't we just We we shouldn't like on purpose Try and get very very loud or anything But I don't think that we need to like I don't think that we need to like Sneak up be invisible until we walk up to her Because that would be Insanely threatening
0: Yeah okay let's yeah
2: Yeah also the invisibility is only once per day so <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> You already put the hood down <laughs>
0: Yeah, let's, let's, let's go. Normally. Stomp, stomp, stomp. No!
1: (laughs) Okay, so, uh, do you, you guys want to allow over, uh, do you, like, call out to her or what?
3: Uh. I think that if we call out to her, that would be less threatening than, like, mm -hmm. just sneaking up.
0: Just, like, a simple hello?
3: Yup. Right, who wants to, who wants to give the hello?
0: I'll give the hello. I'm pretty friendly and charismatic. You are. You're so friendly and charismatic. That's why I got this crown and this huge meat. Um You do have huge meat, bro. <laughs> uh so Icar kinda pipes up and he's like, uh, hi. Who said that? Uh you know. <laughs>
1: More Pataxian scum! I'll
0: have your heads! No, 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 no! We're not with Patax. You, no.
1: hear, you hear the sound of a bomb being lit. No, no, no!
0: no. <laughs> we're
2: not. No, we're, no, not. We, we're not from Patax. We're not. We are not with Patax. We are actually against Patax.
1: The bomb. You hear the bomb being like. Psst, for a Extinguished. And uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, you see a pair of uh, red eyes now, glinting out from uh the tree. Uh Looks like she climbed up. With if you're not with the tax, then
0: identify yourselves. Uh, King Icaratikles from Kilsella.
2: Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm, I'm Alden Felstad. I'm also from Kilsella. I'm the sheriff.
1: <gasps> you see her back way and says, The fuzz! And she no, I won't arrest you.
3: I promise I won't arrest you. I swear.
0: He's
1: not a bitch, don't worry. I swear on alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> she seems a little bit suspicious now, so she turns to you, Casca the deal like the the deal maker or the deal breaker. She said, Who are you? Uh
2: Casca Tanavin, the priest, the high priestess from Kilsetta. Oh
1: Right, in that case! Uh she kinda like uh, scampers down from the tree and lands. Uh she kinda <sighs> flips her cool fuchsia hair. And she's like, <laughs> I'm Ashka. Nice to meet you.
2: It's nice to meet you, too.
1: Nice to meet you as well. Uh, She kind of looks you guys up and dances. So, um, to what do I owe the <laughs> honor?
3: Well, um, we were actually literally just in the area looking for, um, uh Patax doesn't like Killcella?
1: <laughs> yeah, you can say that again, and you know what? I don't like Patax, so
0: Hey, we've got something in Thank common. Oh god.
2: The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. She kinda like
1: tilts his I dunno. You tree could be working undercover for patax. But you could, you could also f- be trying to destroy Patax, so
0: That's I'd fair. probably
1: that's understandable.
0: You know what, fuck it. You guys want some grub?
1: I can talk for a while.
0: Uh, yeah, sure. Thank you. Sounds really nice. Thank you.
1: Uh, she kind of like, uh, scampers and like, grabs, like, uh, she throws some, uh, wood onto the fire and, uh, sits you all down for some haunch. Uh, she kind of looks at Isseror for a moment. She's like, that's quite a big dog, isn't it? Right. Wolf. Is that a breed of dog? <laughs>
0: no,
3: no, they're just very similar species. It's just.
1: Yes. I know, thank it you, Kind
3: of makes me nervous. Like,
1: I've, I heard stories of dogs back home, you know. And, uh. <clears throat> you
0: used to live in Patek, huh?
1: Oh! Well, yes, but, like, beforehand, us goblins were. Oh. Usually kind of oh, afraid of dogs? Yeah. Um.
2: <clears throat> oh, I'm really sorry. Uh, do,
1: do, do you want me to. Oh, no, just so long as he stays over there and I stay over here, it's okay. <laughs> okay. At least you don't have a hor you guys don't have horses with you, do you?
0: Uh is there's one
1: thing that gums hate more than dogs is horses. <laughs> you don't
0: have to worry about that, Igor says, nervously looking back to their horses.
1: The horses are like over by the river and like just kind of staring at it, and she's like, Oh boy, um <clears throat> They they um,
0: won't come near you, don't worry.
1: Okay, well, to answer your question, yeah, I did used to live in Pataks. Uh. Back in the d- d- good old days. The good old days? Yeah. I used to be the most successful alchemist goblin in Pataks. Oh. Yeah. It was great! Used to make all sorts of new alchemist stuff. My most famous invention is, of course, my alchemical hair. And she kind of like plays with those fuchsia locks that are growing out of side of her face. Used to give those to uh, creatures that wanted to grow hair but couldn't. Of course, it was a uh, highly dangerous, and she points her scars. So uh, not particularly legal. Yeah. Uh, that was a long time ago. The statute of limitations, something like that, doesn't it's Statute of
3: limitations. <laughs> I'm not, He was not gonna
1: arrest you. I'm
3: not gonna arrest you, man.
1: Listen. One, t- one way or another, that life is behind me now because, a couple of years back, Irvetti decided he had enough of crime, and if there was gonna be crime, it was gonna go by his books. He took all the criminals, the bandits, the backdoor alchemists like myself, the Thieves, and he organized a Pataxian Thieves Guild, and that bastard gentrified Thievery. How do you
3: gentrify How do you, thievery? Gentrify,
2: thievery? How do you <laughs> gentrify
3: thievery? That's probably the most fucked up thing I've ever heard. I've heard of gentrification, and it's pretty bad always, but how do you do
1: that? That's fucked. From that day on, if you wanted to be a criminal per tax, you'd pay a tax to the king. And the worst part is, anyone that dissented all the good, honest criminals such as myself, were put on a hit list from the Pataxian guard. Dawn were the days where you could use Patax as a safe haven for your criminal ways. He started getting people hooked on drugs. People that used to be honest, powerful crime lords were suddenly begging at his feet to be recognized as uh, people uh, high-ranking in his guild. He started bursting into the dens of smugglers. And he kept putting these weird quiet guards out with, like, helmets and, uh, you know. And she starts describing, like, the ones you know now to be clockwork people.
2: Oh. Oh, he's had them for that long, really.
1: Huh. Yeah, it's been about, like, it was uh, about three years ago they started showing up. Three years ago. Wait, three years ago? Yeah, I mean, I think they were probably being planned beforehand, too, but it was... And i years ago, gonna really start to up the ante putting those guys out on the streets. How he long have we been it? a kingdom? <laughs> Four or but, five years.
3: Five. Okay. Well, this so. is unfortunate. But yeah,
1: right now, my only thing I'm doing is keeping an eye on Pitax from outside, seeing if any interesting things go down, and when they do, I'll tell Pitax's enemies. I'm an unofficial spy, you could say.
2: Well oh, hell yeah.
1: I respect Fuck that. The man.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I might only be a ruddy alchemist goblin, but I'm a ruddy alchemist goblin with standards, and I'm going to make sure that no matter what happens, Uriveli's rule is going to end with more fire than an alchemist's fire being shoved at the ass. Of a flame
0: elemental.
1: Well have to look. I the think we have man.
0: similar
1: goals. Yeah, sounds like it. You're he about the same time that like you know, everything started to go to shit, you guys started turning up. Thinking maybe that fueled his paranoia or something. He always thought he was gonna be the biggest and best of the River Kingdoms. <laughs> so having a rival <laughs> job just on his doorstep was kind of, you know. Yeah he is just oh, Brevoy for it. He's a
3: sore loser and a bitch. <laughs> yeah, you could see that.
0: Anyway.
1: Um see. I can probably give you a hand. You guys don't know this area very well, do you?
0: Not at all. Not
2: super. Not at all.
1: <laughs> well, I do. I've been moving around this place for quite some time now. Mm-hmm. I can give you lots of insight into what's, you know, here and there. I oh, yeah?
0: really appreciate your help.
1: Yeah, especially with what the uh, chemical weapon that he's producing. Chemical, the what? Probably me? need. The what? I'm sorry, what? Can you repeat that? Oh, you know, the, the big chemical weapon that Patax is making to, you know, wipe out armies? Huh? The what? Oh my god. Come on, Clue us in.
3: Oh my god. Seems to King have have your is, is inventing community. mustard gas. King
0: Irovedi is violating a Geneva Convention. <sighs>
2: It's a war criminal.
3: So he's making a chemical weapon to destroy armies. Do you know anything about that?
1: Uh, yeah, actually, I killed one of the people who had notes about it. Shit. so fucking epic. I kind of assassin created it out of a tree and got him while he was on the move. You know, I respect you a lot. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's mighty kind. And uh, Ashka kind of like flashes you like a big tootie grin. And like, you see like those alchemical stick kind of like flicker iridescently, and you're like, damn, this bitch got style.
0: <laughs> she does have style.
1: <laughs> uh, she's the best uh, goblin.
0: <laughs> she's the only goblin. And she
1: she kind of, like, uh, unfurls like a letter uh, map thing, and like pulls out a few notes and says, so basically, uh, looks like he's trying to do some science to make a weird uh, alchemical gas. Kind of similar to a stinking cloud, except that, you know, suffocates the entire armies and kills them. Oh, you know. Uh, Just deployed from a single bomb!
0: Uh,
1: Quite horrible, quite expensive. Impressive!
3: I mean, yeah. It's not good, though.
1: Oh, no, it's shit! Um, Because as soon as he's done what you got, who knows what he's gonna do with it next? Destroy anything in his part, really. Yeah, he That would just give him the
3: power to do whatever he wanted, and we need to stop it. Before, before he can do any real harm.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, sounds like a good plan, right? Uh, let me tell you what I've got. Uh, so from what I understand, he's found a place kind of to the of here. It's a little uh, an old abandoned monastery, I think. Huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, place oh sacred to Caden Calen. I think its name was White Rose Abbey. Oh, so huh. okay. Uh, and y- you guys actually heard the name White Rose yeah, Abbey in the last few days. Oh yeah. And you think you've heard someone talk about White Rose Abbey recently? Um, did Crowley say something about it?
3: <gasps> oh! Oh my God! Is that the monastery that he was gonna go to? Yes.
2: And oh. then everyone died. Oh, oh my, my God. God.
1: Something to what? matter.
3: That's oh, I, I yeah. Is that's that monastery? Um.
0: Everyone fucking died.
3: Uh, via uh, a a cleric that runs a a, a tavern in our yeah. um, in our in our capital um was going to be there but didn't go because it was wiped out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember a few years back. Uh, we got quite a bit of heat because of that. People were saying it was a bandit attack, so they obviously blamed us bandits, but I didn't do it.
2: Sure hope you didn't. Well, I believe you.
1: We're good with the uh, clergy at Caden Kilton. They were good folk. I heard that there was uh, actually some sort of fake creature that lived in the place that kind of helped make the best alcohol possible. But after that, I don't know what happened. It certainly wasn't us bandits. And I can guarantee it wasn't bandits that, uh, from anywhere else that killed them. We didn't have anyone else coming into our turf those days.
2: Huh. Hmm.
3: So... They, but they blamed the bandits. Yeah. Yeah. There was a... F- a fake creature, huh? But the, uh you suspicious. said Irovetti. You said Irovetti was there, or not there? But he found there.
1: Uh, from what I understand, from these notes, it looks like that's where the production for the uh. Oh. The okay. uh weapon. Sc- war crime weapons going down. Well. What
3: if we took that out, and stopped the production there? So it
0: they could couldn't. It.
2: All right, yeah. Definitely be th- good for us <laughs> and good for all other armies.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: She oh, got yeah. on that. Sounds like a good plan. Is there anything else I can help you with?
2: Um, we're looking
3: for who's that lady or the person? Oh fuck! Wyverns. The wyverns. The
2: uh, mother of wyverns.
3: The mother of wyverns. Why are you looking for her? Um, because. There are (laughs) wyverns. In a town that we saved, um, that we're attacking. And we need her to stop mothering them. Which town?
1: Little
3: Little town. Town? Little town?
0: No, not Little Town! Yeah, they got Little Town. No. It's okay they a sweet
3: little town. There there are survivors and they're okay. We have we have people there protecting them. Fuck little town doe! Yeah. Yeah. King (laughs) Arevetti is a bitch. Little town, though. Yeah, I know. Fuck, I know. I get it's it. It's just a
0: little town. It is. It, it was just, was a, just little a little fucking, fucking town. Fuck. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not the exact same thing. I know. It was just. I know. It was just a little town. I. I we did what we could. All right. They're Hi. mostly all right.
1: Uh, Ashka kind of like leans back and says, "Right. Um." Uh, hmm. I mean, honestly, I can tell you if you're looking for the Mother of Wyvern's, I know she's in the Thousand Brats. Uh Kyanton North, close to the boundary between uh Brant the Branton Mountains and uh the North of the Thousand Voices. Uh she's I believe her home is called Hunger Dark, That's a
3: terrible Which tells you everything
1: you need to know about the Mother of Wyverns.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's yep.
0: Sounds about She's right.
1: She's a crafty but... one, that who shot. Not quite like her kin.
0: <laughs> calling wyverns dumb? You're right.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, they, they are. Unlike most dragons, wyverns aren't capable of speech.
2: Huh? Wait, they they're aren't?
1: They're just... No, they're just feral creatures. It's
0: fucked up. <laughs> Why do dragons <laughs> get all the rights?
3: It's like, um... it's It's like, um... Uh, or wyverns are to dragons what apes are to humans. Oh, that's my thought. Still Yeah, that's up. basically yes. Cool. I'm smart uh, and epic. Somebody
0: praise me. <laughs> you're, you're smart, smart and, and epic. epic. Thank you. <laughs> that epic blood going through your wind veins. If, if there's
1: any, if there's anything else you need me to help with, always come back to me. And that, I mean, I can tell you about the mammoth graveyard on the other side of the mountains. The,
2: the
1: what? Uh huh. There's a mammoth graveyard. Uh, a mammoth graveyard. Yeah. Just... Why
0: is that there?
1: Because mammoths need somewhere to bury their dead. <laughs> I don't for think the respect. mammoths
0: buried their dead.
1: <laughs> they literally do. Wait. Wait. I'm not fucking around. It's a graveyard the for the mammoths.
3: All right, shit, man.
0: Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I fucking love this goblin. <laughs> <laughs> they all have thumbs.
3: Do you, like, is there something? Is there something there besides so should, the mammoths? Like, mammoths. Yeah. No, no, no. Besides <laughs> the mammoths. I don't know.
1: You might get some help from the mammoths if you can.
3: But I, I don't know. I, I want
1: help. I from say the this side of the mountains. I just know that there's a mammoth graveyard.
3: Well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. If there's can
0: help, if
1: they're dead. <laughs>
3: There's anything that we can ever do for you that isn't committing illegal crimes.
1: <laughs> Destroy uh, the tax. That is. Oh. We're
0: already gonna do that.
1: That's already on the to-do list. Excellent. Then we've, you know, we've got common goals. There's yeah, anything I can do. I'll be your informant for the area. If you need looking for stuff, absolutely, I'll give you a hand.
0: Thank you. No
1: bother, you
0: And if you ever need help, then our outposts at yeah. Little Town.
1: Oh dear, sweet little town. I might visit. You should I love little town. They need some help. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, do you guys like? Uh, what are you guys gonna do? Do you want to head out?
3: Yeah, I think that you've actually seen yeah.
1: like you have seen the monastery. Like you put two plus two together. The monastery you saw on your way down to little town must be White Rose Abbey.
3: Okay, mm-hmm. and I think that then that we that um, Alden would. That they should, like, say their goodbyes for the moment. And then yeah. head up there? No, they should go back to Little Town and get the armies. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: You guys uh, head back up. You collect your armies and you start making your way uh, up to White Rose Abbey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, as you guys kind of, like, start approaching White Rose Abbey, you see it uh, on the horizon. It's just an abbey. It looks like it's fallen to ruins, um... Like from what you can see, it is a uh, it is a top white rose hill, uh, and at the end of uh, overgrown tracks lies a weed choked uh, cobblestone plaza. To one side stands a vine draped bell tower, facing the plaza. The weathered doors of the abandoned abbey hang askew. Uh, so this place like looks pretty dilapidated, and also you don't know if you're gonna be able to like bring your armies in. Uh, mm-hmm. This might end up being uh, you guys' job. Okay. Because what you can kind of see right now is there's a hill surrounding the hill. There's stone walls, which are about, like, two feet tall. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, on top of the hill, there are the ruins of an abbey. What do you guys do? What do you guys say?
0: <sighs> All right. <laughs> Iker turns back to the three armies and he's like... uh stay here
1: oh you're not taking us with you yeah why don't you take us with you don't
0: think yeah, you can, can all fit inside
2: it's not gonna be that oh my goodness just don't just
0: don't get lost in the forest all right yeah please
2: don't go anywhere in the forest i know that i'm the druid and i like saying to go to go inside the forest have at it but don't go inside that forest oh, have a little just picnic. Have...
3: There will be time for action soon, I promise.
2: Just stake the perimeter. Just stake sh- the perimeter.
0: <laughs> just
1: yeah. All right, they kind of like fall into perimeter. Uh what do you guys do?
0: Uh let's check out the abbey.
1: All right. So, uh you guys pass the walls and start entering White Rose Abbey. Uh as you do, immediately like uh, like what's the marching order?
0: Um, who wants to go first?
3: I t- I tend to think that Alden tends to go first because he is the like the harder like the hardiest. Yeah, and can take a hit.
0: <laughs> and he doesn't want
3: his he does not want his best friends to get hurt, even though he gets hurt a lot.
1: Casca <laughs> um.
2: can
3: heal him. It's true she can, and I love her. <laughs>
1: I think it's probably, like, the evening as you start entering. Like, sun. the sun is setting, you spend a long time moving up and down from, like... It's actually taking you a few days to get here. Uh, it took you about a day to get up and back from Ashka's camp, and then two days to march your armies all the way to north, to White Rose Abbey. Uh, so the sun is setting, and as you enter Alden, as soon as you step in, you feel a chill, like, just run down your body.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And you're like, ooh... Uh, the others, like you guys, pass in without much of an issue. But as you're moving Casco you realize that Isor hasn't followed you, and he's kind of like standing up on the other side of the stone wall, kind of looking at you, tail between his legs. I
2: Is he
1: afraid? Hang on a second.
2: Hang on a second. Um, she walks over there, uh, walks over to Isor, and she says, "Are you okay?"
1: It's a low whine? Mm.
2: Cask is gonna use Cask is gonna use her staff and go speak with animal.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, your staff glows and uh, Issaror's whine uh, goes. To... What's the matter? You can talk. <laughs>
2: what? Since when can you talk? So, she doesn't since, s- since I've got the staff, Issaror. She's done I've this done before. This, scares, scares. I've done this before. Scared. <laughs> is there something do, do you sense something inside there? I don't like it. It's scary. Do you want to stay outside? Do you want to be a puppy?
1: No. I'll come with. I'll come with. It's just scary. It's scary. <laughs> it's when is this she, for a little she,
2: bitch. <laughs> she puts both hands on his head she gives him scratches she says it's okay we'll keep you safe all right
1: can't smell it smell what smell of something not alive not dead but not alive scared
2: Mm -hmm. we'll keep you safe okay
1: bad place (sighs)
2: We have a job to do, okay? We'll keep you safe, though. We'll make sure to be in and out as soon as possible.
0: Okay. okay. <laughs> I love you, Soror.
2: <laughs> she gives her she gives her wolf a big hug.
1: She kind of like licks your face, nervously. Like
3: whoop, whoop.
2: She keeps him close to her. She approaches Alden Icker and says, He senses undead.
0: He senses. Uh oh, sisters. Okay. He said that
2: he asked if I could smell it. I can't. He certainly can. I trust his nose
1: better than mine.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, you guys glance over Isor and he is twitching like any dog in a horror movie ever.
3: A dog in a horror movie that's like, Can we not be in a horror movie, please?
1: Yeah, for he's my like, own you safety. white people, get out of this goddamn house! <laughs> I swear to God, oh my God, I don't want to be a starring role. And does the dog die? Are you shitting
0: me? <laughs> 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 I'm so sorry, sorry. Um, okay. Well, we need to definitely be on guard. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, as you guys kind of like look around, you get a better look at White Rose Abbey. Mm-hmm. Um, a low stone wall encircles the hilltop, built decades ago. Uh, by uh, by priests, probably to dealienate the land uh, granted to him by the church. The air inside here, though, feels tickly humid, almost as if the hill were under an immense greenhouse rather than on the slopes of a temperate mountain range. Mm-hmm. The vegetation, as you start walking, seems to shift and ride at times. Caskey, um, you know that like uh, this place was abandoned about five years ago. But, like, there's so much plant life that you would assume just through walking it that this place has been uh, abandoned for closer to decades. Lovely. The wild here just seems unnaturally verdant. And you get the feeling that there's something behind this growth. There, hmm. There's just an eerie atmosphere. or is whining. None of you like this.
2: I do have detect magic. Here. She uses detect
1: magic. Okay, casket uh, you kind of raise your staff and like start casting. Um, you don't see any specific magical effects, mm-hmm. but like you can tell that like there's no active magic. We'll put it that way. Okay. But there might have been stuff that like happened here in the past. You're not sure. Hmm. Huh. In that
2: case, Casca just shakes her set. She shakes her head and says, I got nothing.
3: Hmm. Then should we just, just
2: go in? Probably. I
3: mean I can't sense anything, but um can I just like look? Just I don't know. Yeah, you can
1: just roll you you, you can roll perception. Okay.
3: I'm gonna roll perception. And I'm not gonna use it but I want you all to know that at my local game store that I bought a D20 that has another D20 in it. Fucked up insurance. Nice. All right, that's a 30.
1: Yeah, um, you do see something.
3: Yeah, what do I see? I squint.
1: Uh, you see from the bell tower of White Rosabi
3: mm-hmm.
1: a figure Kazuma? staring out at the horizon. Um, it is definitely a clockwork soldier. Um, much like the ones that invaded uh, uh Which means to say that they're not. Individually, they're not particularly powerful. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's got a modification over one of its eyes, which looks like a very long telescope. Um, the great thing is, it is not looking in your direction. Oh, thank
2: God. Ooh.
3: Um. Alden, Alden sees that he squints and he's like, "What the fuck? Oh shit!" Um, <laughs> it's literally his thought. He's like, "Oh fuck!" And he turns to everybody's like, "There's a, there's like a clockwork man again." Um, what the fuck but
0: here?
3: He's been modified, bro. This guy? What do you mean? This guy's modded as hell. He's got a telescope eye.
0: but
3: um, which isn't a good thing. No. Um But I see him. So we could probably try and take him out or something.
0: Yeah, I don't want him looking at things, especially not me. Um, Uh, he doesn't deserve to lay his eyes on you,
1: bro. (laughs) You could easily sneak past him as a tank battle. Okay, like he hasn't, he hasn't seen you yet. So if you all wanted to try stealth past, you probably could.
0: Let's stealth. Mm
1: when Alden said that
2: there was like a there was yeah. a person there was a person up top, the casca took sa- took out her bow and then <laughs> then they say stealth pass and she's like, okay, never mind.
1: Well Casca <laughs> could certainly try to take him out with her bow.
0: It's kind of hot. I'm just scared that if, we if he don't doesn't take die take him and out hit, at immediately, yeah. then he'll be able to like, I don't know, fucking communicate Alert. somehow with tax. Yeah. I think that sneaking past is probably the best
1: uh, option. However, I know. will re- I will remind you that these guys are stupid easy to kill.
3: You oh right, you said they're they're really are they like?
1: As a group, as an army, yeah, they're fucking terrifying. On their own, are uh, they like a... You would have been able, able to fight them at level one.
3: Oh, oh then, shit! Then Casca oh. would instantly kill. Which is them.
1: me saying they're level two creatures.
3: No. <laughs> oh yeah, Casca, go ahead, and murder this fool. <laughs> Alden's like. You know what, I think it would be pretty- it would, I think it would It would be pretty sexy and cash money of you to just snipe this thing.
1: So You're then, gonna have three actions to kill this thing, by the way, so <laughs> what do you do?
2: Uh, 29 for the first hit. Crit? <laughs> Good god. I have 9 damage for the first
1: hit. Times well, 2? Yeah, 18. Okay. Uh, an arrow pierces into his body, and you see its armor crack as it stumbles back a little bit, uh, and it's like in the process of worrying to look towards you guys.
2: Unless um, you roll 26 to hit.
1: That's another crit. Roll damage. <laughs> oh. Okay, that's 13 times 2, 26. Alright, Casca, you blow this guy's head up. Oh, God. (laughs) Well, essentially what happens is this thing is, like, staring at the horizon. Suddenly an arrow sticks into its head and it, like, jerks. And then, like, it turns its head to look at you and it sees the arrow crash in through its telescope and explode its head. (laughs) Uh, It goes limp, very quietly, just to go against the walls of the abbey. I hope no signal is
0: sent.
2: No, they were just trying to look at us for the looks of it, so...
0: <laughs> I'm just anxious. Um... Alright. Uh, good job. Let's keep going.
1: Alright. Uh, You guys creep up the sides of the very, very like, overgrown hillocks. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh.
1: So you're standing now outside the open doors into White Rose Abbey. Uh, the tower looms over you with a defeated clockwork robot kind of slumped over the edge
3: okay so we have the element of surprise
0: yes
1: uh do you guys want to enter
0: yes Mm -hmm.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. all right uh you push into the nartex Mm -hmm. spiral stairways curve down to the west and up to the east in this entry room the walls and ceilings are tiled in branching vine patterns but beyond the entryway corridors branch to either side while a heavy curtain shrouds the sanctuary. Huh. Uh, so there are some like big wooden doors. Uh, now that you like pushed into the narthex.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, which would lead deeper into the monastery. There are also some stairs that lead upstairs. But like... Do you want to do that? Or would you like to move into the main room?
0: I think the main room. Because why else... Or where else, uh, where else would it be?
3: We should... Mm, and y- we already... Does Casca... Uh, is Detect Magic a cantrip, or is it, like, level? It's, it's a cantrip. A cantrip. Um, almost like, maybe Detect Magic, just in case?
2: Actually, wait, doesn't her... Doesn't she have uh, eyes that can see magical yeah. things?
1: Yeah, Detect Magic would give you more information. Like, okay. it's basically... It's a difference between uh, using a uh, telescope... And using a computer which analyzes what photos have in it.
2: Okay, well that's Julie's attack magic again.
1: Okay, there is no magical stuff on the other side.
3: Nothing. Okay. No. Nothing magic. Um now the only question is is there still something?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um that
0: I do
3: not have. And I don't know, shit. Because I'm just a guy with two swords.
0: You're just a guy.
3: I have more than two swords, but you know
0: what I mean. I have multiple. You're just a guy with three swords. I have a lot
3: more than three, acre. I'm pretty sure it's at five. God. You know, that's only the swords I keep with me. You should see my sword room at home. How many you fucking swords sword do you have in room. total?
1: You have, you're have. you having this argument outside the cool wooden doors like Bloodborne style. <laughs> Absolutely we are. Owen's like, I don't know, like 20. <laughs>
0: You get Ooh, look at swords. me! Now, I'm holding twenty swords. What the fuck? Uh,
1: so you push into uh, the main area, uh, into the sanctuary itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so this long colonnaded hall is marked by rounded bays that run along either side, each containing dusty old barrels. Mm-hmm. Piles of wood marked where the kneeling benches have long since fallen to ruin. Above, wooden rafters form a complex network of supports. Um, Which is all great, except you aren't alone. Who's here? Uh, There is a singular figure standing with uh, their back to you. They are wearing like a long cloak, which covers up their entire body. Uh, What do you do?
0: Do they not see us yet? Uh,
1: No, they are actually standing like dead still. So much so that, like, if they weren't standing upright, you'd be like, this person is not alive because they're super not breathing.
0: Fucking raises my hand to cast a spell. Um... Sleep.
1: Okay, do you want to cast sleep? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nothing happens. But you do make, like, a noise as you, like, wave a hand and, like, utter the magic words and stuff. And uh, when that happens, you hear, and uh, the figure kind of straightens their back, and you hear something. Oh, is it a fucking clockwork, bitch? Mm, You hear music playing. Some cheerful ragtime gramophone music starts to play. Oh, it's getting jazzy. And uh, the figure does turn... And it is a clockwork figure. Mm. Um, and uh, this creature does indeed uh, kind of stare at you. It doesn't look like uh, any of the clockwork soldiers, nor does it look like the, uh, nor does it look like the uh, clockwork wardens from Pataxe either. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it is tall, uh, you'd reckon about like six foot five, but <laughs> very thin. Oh, never mind. Uh, one arm is uh, kind of ends in a cannon like shape, while the other uh, is holding a per- particularly peculiar sword. Uh, a sword which has serrations along the end, and a weird like box where the hilt uh, should be. Is it and, a fucking uh, chainsaw? A uh you know, if you had this color anything, you would say it looks quite a lot like a chainsaw.
3: What the fuck? What about that show? Scary! This? Yay! This <laughs> is uh, genuinely kinda the, creepy.
1: It is pretty creepy. As the music starts to play, uh you do see some more clockwork people kind of like lurch out of the foyers. Um and Jesus Christ! Even these things don't look quite There's some uncanny valley shit going on. Um, I thought like... I thought this was a high fantasy campaign
3: and not a horror campaign. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs>
3: uh, thought yeah, it fun creatures.
1: Uh, <laughs> while yes, there's uh these guys, there's also uh two of the clockwork wardens. Oh, okay. From uh, Pitax, but more unnervingly, these other creatures, which kind of look like uh, they kind of look like uh people from the waist up, but their arms are long multi-tools and they've got a weird tree-legged lower body. And I'm not talking like insectoid, I'm talking like these are still humanoid legs. They just are tree-legged going out at angles. And uh, the creature at the front still playing this music, suddenly you hear a noise coming from it. Uh, And the noise is a voice. Uh, It says... Congratulations, Kingmakers of Kilsilla! This is Nunzil Arapia speaking through a pre-recorded voice message. I'd like to thank you all for falling so deeply for our great little alchemical weapon trick. We regret to inform you that there are not in fact any alchemical weapons being produced here. The only thing being produced here is indeed a your doom.
0: She fucking lied to us.
1: Uh, she was. Appa- she might have been fed false information. Okay. We've been uh, sending out agents with false information into the areas, expecting you to fall for it, and just like that, you already have. So I'd like to introduce to you some of Protector's latest innovations. Say hello to the Clockwork Assassin and the Clockwork Servants. Great. I would say I'd love to get some feedback on these guys. I'm sure these they'll be a real hoot back home in Patek's, but unfortunately, if all goes well and these guys pass the quality tests, you won't be alive to give us that feedback. Congratulations, rush Light champions. Not only will you have been the first kingdom to get a clean sweep, You will be the first to have all three of your leaders die by the hands of Pataxa's lightest innovation. Boys, uh, take it away. And uh, just like that, the music kind of kicks into high gear. Uh, And I want you guys to roll initiative as the Clockwork Assassin suddenly jolts, drops a little bit, and rushes towards you guys.
0: I'm going to beat Nunzio to death.
1: Dice Will Roll will return after these messages. Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Dice Will Roll. God, we haven't buffaloed in so long. Ugh, I don't think we've posted anything since last decade. <laughs> but for real, welcome back to Dice Will Roll, everyone. Um, before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to all our patrons. Uh, so those are Anna Maria, Andrew Perkins, Archfighter, Casey Korn, Emlyn Loderna, Grey Kitsune, Harley Fleming, John the Book Hoarder, Jordan, King Anything, Leia Evangeline, Leon, Mel Eeyore, Mike Murph, Felicia, Roxy, Sira, Sonia, SS66 Seeker, Cynical Spinster, Tesla Et, Triceratops, Tyler, and Valerie. And a warm welcome to Leia Evangeline and Mel Eeyore. Yay! Um, so to get right to it, uh, some great news for us going into 2020. So, uh, we are changing how some of our Patreon stuff works. Um, our lowest tier of $1 is being changed to $2 a month, which I know... Please, please, hold hold back, hold back, hold back, one second. Uh, the main reason we're doing it is we want to have our lowest tier give a little more as well. So we are changing what, uh, the... Two dollar tier gives you, as well as all the usual stuff, so a shout out and uh, whatever, uh, roll in the Discord. You also get access to the Kingmaker character sheets, so you're going to be able to look at all the stuff that Alden, Casca, and Nicker have on their sheets, and see, hey, how the fuck does Alden do over a hundred damage in a single hit sometimes? Five dollar tier people, you do get access to the character sheets as well. Everyone who is a Patreon member now will have access to the Kingmaker's character sheets. But, $7 tier people, we are giving you an extra special benefit as well in that you will now be able to, uh, the first time you sign up for our Patreon as well as everything else, you will also be able to get a a message on the show. Uh, You can have any of us, be it KK, Ritz, Dave or myself, read out a short message, know yourself. Maybe you're saying hi to a friend who also listens to the show, maybe you are making me say that I'm a big stinky nerd. And speaking of uh, the $5 tier, uh, we have new stuff coming to the Patreon for the $5 tier. A new episode of Behind the Rolls. A very special episode. uh, A two-hour special where uh, KK, Ritz, Dave, and I sit together and we kind of like give a very personal look into how we all met. God, it's a very nostalgia-filled episode. Uh, That's for the first half and then for the second half we talk about all the characters we've ever done for Pathfinder before. From uh, ghost hunting in the haunted land of Ustalav, to freeing a nation in the silver city of Kintargo, to, ah shit, it's the zombie apocalypse in the nation of Lastwall. It's a great, great uh, episode. It was really fun to do and it was really nostalgia packed. I think you'd enjoy it, so go check it out. This episode also starred Ashka the Goblin, who is a Patreon character from uh, Triceratops. Uh, for $10 a month, you can get your character on the show and they can be absolutely beloved by the Kinkmakers. So really do, do uh, consider donating to Dice Roll. It really helps the show run. Uh, we're buying a ton of new books now in January uh, as Paizo's releasing them like Gods and Magic or uh, the Game Mastery Guide that's coming out in February. Uh, We might add new tiers to the Patreon, depending on what you guys like. So if you have ideas for a sexy $20 tier, go nuts, let us know. As always, thank you all so much for uh, listening to the show. And above all else, keep it rolling. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did, and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. Are you a podcaster looking to monetize your show? Why not try Podcorn? We here at Dice Will Roll found the website and were amazed by how simple and easy it was to use. Podcorn is a marketplace to match up sponsors and shows that puts you in control of the advertisers you put on your podcast. We probably spent a few hours combing through the different sponsors looking for shows to advertise on and finding stuff we knew would be relevant to you guys. There's no middleman, so all the profit goes directly to you, and you have full freedom to decide how you advertise too. With mid-roll, pre-roll, and even options to have interview segments or topical discussions, Podcorn is a great way to make money doing what you love. If you want to try it out, check the link in the show notes. Podcorn. Connecting podcasters to brands for native sponsorships that resonate and engage listeners across audio platforms. We now return to Dice Will Roll.
3: Alden pulls out his swords and he's like, they really think some robots can kill us.
2: <laughs> That's a little bit better. Okay, and
3: it's initiative time. Okay. Ooh. Uh, 30. <laughs> uh, okay.
2: 35.
0: 19 times okay. 2 is
1: Um,
2: 38.
1: 38, yeah. Yeah. Clockwork Assassin, uh, rolled an 18 plus, uh, 26. Which makes that a, uh, 18 plus 26 is a 44. Holy shit. What the fuck? Um... Okay, uh, the Pataxian Wardens got a natural 1. <laughs> Oops. Uh, fools. foods. And the Clockwork Servants got... Are you fucking me also a natural 1? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bitches and hers. Uh,
1: So, okay. Uh, just rolled two nat 1s. Super great. Uh, so, uh, the Wardens and the uh, uh, Servants are kind of like still creaking to life. Uh, but the assassin absolutely is not, um, so let's start combat. Uh, the Clockwork Assassin moves much faster than you've seen other ones moving, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like much faster. Uh, It moves with almost intelligence, uh, and it kinda like glances you guys up and down for a second. Uh, before uh, it pulls out its Ripsaw Doomblade, which is the name of this great, great sword. I want it. I Uh, want it. It's a giant bastard sword with a tick, rusty coating, and it's mounted on an axle around which a heavy cord is wrapped. Uh, And it's going to use one action to use uh, something I've called Let It Rip. Uh, I hate you. He pulls the cord, and uh, the Doomblade activates... Uh, so the blades around the sword start to spin and it lets out like a horrible growling noise mm-hmm. uh, and he's got it in two hands now as a second clockwork hand kind of like pulls out of his chest and clangs onto it uh, and it makes a lot of noise fun uh, and he's going to rush you uh, Alden because you are towards the front mm mm-hmm. and uh, So that is going to be a 16 plus, uh, it is a, uh, 16 plus 25. So that is a, uh, 31, 41 to hit Alden. Um,
3: not a crit.
1: But still a hit? it's
3: a hit. (laughs) I was checking that it wasn't a crit. It's not. But it does uh, hit.
1: Okay, so that's gonna be. Uh, oof. Uh, that's gonna be 3d12 plus. Uh, 3d12 plus 14 damage. Sorry, it's gonna be 4d12. Okay. Because the chainsaw is activated.
3: Tom is like, ah! That's gonna be.
1: Thirty-two damage, Alden, as he rushes into you and uh, slams you hard with the chainsaw. He's like, "Oh God, that's blood."
0: He's
1: <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> "Iker, it is your turn. The assassin has attacked Alden and hit him hard with a fucking chainsaw, uh, which roars through this monastery." I'm
0: gonna avenge my fucking boy. Um, okay, bro. Iker, <laughs> Iker takes that storm flash. Um, and he's going to... He's going to kill.
1: Okay, what's he's he doing? He's going
0: to kill this man. Uh, take out a fucking d20. Um, that's a 16 plus 25. Uh...
1: That would be a 41 as well?
0: Yes, 41. That's
1: the same as what he rolled? So, uh, a 41 is indeed a hit, but not a crit. Uh,
0: um... So that's uh, 24 damage.
1: Okay. Uh, You hit into him and uh, it's interesting because uh, while uh, it looks like a lot of his clockwork armor takes some of that, uh, the electricity that storms into him uh, from your attack does seem to fry some of his circuits. Mm -hmm. So while he blocks some damage, it's not as much as it would have been otherwise.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, And he kind of goes... And he needs to make... A fortitude save. That is a uh, 9 plus... 20. That's a 29. How much damage did you do? 24. Okay, he's cool. Okay. Uh, He kind of like... You see that his clockwork eyes glint for a second as they, like, white out, but then, like, he clicks back into place and lets out another, like, hissing, grinding noise from the clockwork inside him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's good. Right. Use uh, one action to run up and one action to hit him. What do you do? I
0: hit him again, but this time I did okay, go plus for 20 it. instead of plus 25.
1: Okay. That's 12 plus 20, so that's 32. Thirty-two is a miss. Fuck. Uh, you swing your sword at him, and he kind of like dodges aside this time. All right. Casca, uh, it is your turn. Uh oh, shit.
2: Oh shit, indeed. I'm going to need the assassin to make a reflex save for me.
1: Actually, no. Wait, the- my turn, not one in a session. What is going Yay! on? Bitch.
2: <laughs> Hang on a second. Um, where is? luck of the player be like... Oh, spine. Ouch. So if I were to theoretically use Chain Lightning, how many mm. how many creatures can I affect
1: with that? You could get all of them, but they'd all have to make another reflex save as well.
2: That is true. Because I am los- using Chain Lightning.
1: <laughs> okay, well, uh, that is <laughs> a five uh, plus something for uh, the Taxing Wardens. Okay which is going to be a 5 plus 19. That is a 24 for the Pataxian warts.
2: That is a crit fail.
1: Fuck me. Yay!
2: Uh, Actually wait, uh, it is a fail. It's a fail. It's not a crit fail, it's a fail.
1: Okay, and the dear sweet little boys uh, get a 9 plus 3. They are not dear sweet or little boys.
2: There's the crit fail. (laughs) Okay.
1: Uh, what happens?
2: So all of them get
1: blasted for lightning. Okay. 56 damage. Holy shit, so that's 112 damage for uh, the main one?
2: Mm, the, the boys, all the boys for that the crit Yes.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, you. I mean, you fucking explode the servants on the spot. Like, they go up. <laughs> they fucking, like, Power Rangers explode. Uh, little pieces of shrapnel fly away from them, uh, and they don't get to use any of their very cool and sexy powers, uh, which I think is quite hurtful. Uh, <laughs> not, not as hurtful as if they'd killed you. Yeah. Um, so the two little uh, servants, which, as you look at their pieces rolling away, they were probably maintenance robots to repair the other ones. Cool. Uh, huh. Explode.
2: Well, now there's uh, no more however,
1: They, they super don't anymore. No more robot clerks. Um, However, the, uh, Pataxian Wardens, uh, are also, they're alive still. Mm
0: -hmm. For now. For now. For now.
1: You did do, like, an abominable amount of damage. Uh. And they all need to make me more fortune. Mm -hmm. Okay, yep. No, that passes wait no it doesn't fucking it's 56 damage uh, so what happens is uh, all of those robots when the lightning surges through them uh, their eyes start to flicker again uh, and this time instead of returning to yellow they just go white and they start spinning like uh, their heads around and they look a lot angrier and meaner now like Uh-oh. they're evil mode now <laughs> If you see, like no. you haven't seen uh, science fiction because you are in fact a druid. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you would notify this as gone haywire. <laughs> yeah oh. Ooh. Uh, So they're gonna super try kill you now. Uh, you one action up Kaska, uh, the assassin droid is uh, tweaking around. Uh, the two heralds in the back are also glitching out, but they're all ready to kill. What do you do?
2: This is a slight predicament, isn't it? Um, a bit. Hmm. It's a bit of a predicament,
3: man.
0: Only a little bit, though.
2: I think it's such she's just gonna see if Isror is okay, and then see if he's ready to pounce.
1: Uh, Israr is wagging his tail because you have these are chew toys. He would like to chew them.
2: Okay, then Isror, I think, is gonna go for um. I think she's gonna have Isaror flank the man, the the assassin boy from the back.
1: Okay. And is he gonna attack as well? Yes. Okay, go for it.
3: Istero just pounces and kills.
1: Okay, <laughs> Sixteen plus
3: This robot is but a dog toy. <laughs> plus
1: twenty one, so that's thirty seven. Thirty seven is just about a hit. Roll damage. It is Thirteen damage. Okay, uh, Isor like bites in, and uh, you can see that actually by now, uh, his the Clockwork Assassin's armor has broken, hey. uh, which doesn't bode well for it. Alden, it is your turn. Oh. Uh, there is a Clockwork Assassin in your face. It's got a sword. It is currently sawing into you. What do you do? Um,
3: Alden is going to commit kill. Um, he's gonna okay. attack with his sword that he had out. Actually, I'm going to mm-hmm. use one action to, um, make this one my my prey, my target. Okay. My rival for the <laughs> minute. <laughs> the minute it'll be alive. Um, and then I'm going to use twin takedown. Okay. And... Alright, that's a twelve plus twenty seven with the sword of the carn. Twelve
1: plus twenty seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a crypt.
3: Yay. Woo! Wow. Twenty-nine times two.
1: They talk big game about this thing being a terrifying, horrible monster. Instantly, Alden, you rush forward and plunge your sword through its head, uh, and the cool jazzy music grinds to a stop. Uh, it falls apart quite quickly, and then it starts to explode. Uh, uh-huh. Alden, um, is, do I have any time? Because I have like one more action. Yeah, you have another action. Uh, this, however, the clockwork assassin falls to the floor uh, with, like, uh, its clockworky innards spilling out to the f- uh, onto the monastery floor as uh, light streams through the stained glass windows.
3: Um, and with that action, I am going to... Um, I think I'm just gonna, um... What's it called? Let me find it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna use the twin parry for the moment.
1: Okay, go for it. Uh, you raise your swords, preparing. Uh, so, it is the clockwork, uh, the taxin warden's turn. Uh, the two of them, you hear the clockwork inside them start to speed up, and uh, the keys on their backs start to twist very quickly. They're entering uh, overclocking. Which is not great. Hmm. No, it's not. They are going to uh, take 10 damage immediately. As uh, their bodies are suffering from being overclocked. Uh, And they're going to start making their way towards you guys. uh, And try murder you. Menacingly. Mm. Uh, So the first one uh, walks directly towards you, Iker, because you are closest to it. And it's going to hit you with its sword. There's a 13 plus 25, that is a 38.
0: 38? That might just be not a crit. Okay, it's a hit.
1: hit. Yeah. Uh, They're moving much faster now, I should point out. Mm. Uh, That is 23 damage. Ow. Uh, As power of overclocking, uh, they are uh, quickened, which means they get an extra action. Uh, they're going to do 1d6 points of fire damage to you as well. So it's only 1 point of fire damage, but you, like, you feel that the blade is heated up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to attack you one last time. Uh, that is a 15 plus... Uh, a 15 plus 20, that is 35 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Uh, that's 45 damage, Icarus. Ow! Uh, The other one is going to go directly towards Isor because he's the closest creature. Uh, And he's going to do the same. Uh, That is a 9 plus 25. That is a uh, 34 to hit uh, against Isoror. 34? Yes. That just about hits. Okay. Uh, And he does... 41 damage.
2: Ow. okay.
1: Uh, And he's going to do it again. Uh, that is a 12 plus 20, that's 32.
2: Uh, also just about a hit, just one off.
1: That's another 30 damage against this sword. Okay. Uh, that is their turn. Iker, it is your turn. What do you do?
0: <sighs> Boy. I sure want to kill. Um, I am going to Cast lightning bolt with my storm flash. Okay. To Would the you, sky. If you
1: position, if you sidestep, uh, you could position it so that you could catch both of them with your lightning bolt.
0: Mmm. Look at you. Uh. All right. I'll do that.
1: Uh. Okay. You take a step Ow. and you raise your tank and get ready to blast.
0: Yes. I need a saving. And as you do,
1: he gets an attack of opportunity from being overclocked.
0: He did this on purpose. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, technically, you're gonna cast anyway. You took um,
0: advantage of me!
1: That's a 17 plus
0: 25. Uh...
1: Yeah. Uh, that, so... That's a total of, uh, 35 plus 7. Uh, that's 42 to hit.
0: That's a crit! Uh... Go ahead, kill my character. <laughs> I hate that. Uh,
1: okay, yeah, so, because this is a crit, Ritz, this is going to... This is going to stop your spell you're just going to lose an action. You'll still have one left over, but he does quite a lot of damage to you. Uh, you sidestep, and uh, its head swivels and follows you, and as you raise your tank to attack, it straight up just stabs you in the shoulder. And it does 82 damage, Iker. Ow. Alright. Uh, you've one action left, over not Ichor. a what fight do you do?
0: until Iker almost dies. <laughs>
1: uh...
0: I can't get away from this guy without getting, like, a fucking attack of opportunity, right?
1: Yes, you can, but it's a five-foot step. Otherwise, he... Well, no, he's already used his attack of opportunity.
0: Okay, I'm fucking stepping away.
1: Okay. Uh, you step away. Uh... (laughs) Probably a good idea.
0: Yeah, Um, no kidding, I'm at 8 HP.
1: Holy shit. Um... Kaska, it is your turn. These guys almost killed Iker. What do you uh, do? Uh, she
2: doesn't like that. She wants to fucking kill them. Um.
1: <laughs> I heard you almost killed Iker. Fuck you, fuck <laughs> 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 Uh.
2: She is going to cast Heal. Uh, this is going to be the two-action one. The one at a, dis- at a distance. Um. You get oh that's not super great. Forty three healing back, Icker. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then okay. she's going to. You gonna tell Isror to uh, turn around and bite at the one that's right on right on him?
1: Okay, go for it. Twenty eight. 28 is a hit. Roll damage. Oh, thank god. Uh, 17 damage. Okay. Uh, these guys have also got their armor broken. Uh, it sort bites down and goes, <laughs> Um. Certainly does Alvin.
2: make that noise. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. uh, all it's your turn. Okay. Uh, these guys, uh, unlike the assassin, seem to actually have some bulk to them. What do you do?
3: Alden has it in for this guy, because this guy hurt- the one
1: who was attacking Icar? Yeah,
3: he hurt his fucking best friend, man! He's not gonna let Icar die. Also, he might try and go after Icar, so he's gonna stop that from happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, go for it. So he's going to um, hunt prey, to run over, Mm -hmm. and then twin takedown. Go for it. I've got it down to his science, bros. Fighting is
1: science.
0: Science kill. Yeah, I'm a scientist. I punched someone the other day.
3: Alden. It's Alden when he's he's trying to sound like he's a smart man. Um, He's pretty (laughs) intelligent. Um, Just not the smartest person in the world. Okay, that's a 13 plus 27.
1: That's a crit roll damage. Okay. Alright, that's 22. So that's 44 damage. Alright, you do 44 damage as you slash into this guy real hard. And he's flat-footed. Uh, he stumbles back a bit. He's flat-footed, okay. hmm
3: And I'm gonna hit him one more time, bro. Damn it. Okay, um, this one is 5 plus 25.
1: 30. That's a hit. Roll damage.
3: Hell yeah. Um, and this one is with the other sword, so it doesn't have all the bonuses, but it does have a 3d8 plus 6. Alright, that's twenty-one.
1: And with that, you slash into this one and break it to pieces as it falls apart into a clockwork mess on the floor. Alden is like, NOT ON MY WATCH! NOT ON MY WATCH! <laughs> uh, it's funny because it's clockwork and you know... That's we'll, so hilarious. Watch it. Uh,
3: ha,
1: ha. I was making a <laughs> fine different.
3: reference!
1: Um. So, uh, this thing has been hasted, and it's going ham. It's going to try kill the shit out of Isoror. No! Uh, that is an 8 plus 25. That is a, uh, 32 against Isoror. That is...
2: God damn, it just went above again.
1: Okay. Uh, that is 34 damage against Isoror. Okay. Okay, well, it's going to try attack you again one last time. Wait, does. Uh, okay. That is a 9 plus uh, 15. That is a 24. That doesn't hit. Oh, thank God. Okay. Uh, it's going to use this last attack because it is hasted to make one last last attempt. And that is a 2 plus 15. That's a 17. That is a
2: great fucking fail.
1: <laughs> Hooray! Yeah. Uh, so, this dumbass robot. Uh, it's basically what happened is it walked towards Ira with its arms spinning in like a circle uh, and the first two hits hit him hard, like hard enough to almost kill him. Mm-hmm. Like the boy is badly wounded, probably worse than he's ever been. The last time though uh, Ira ducks out away and his hand kind of flies like flies wide uh, and it goes off flying into the air. Uh, which, with the thing which is, uh, handed over as Istor snatches out of his hand and looks like you're one from, uh, Dark Souls or whatever. Okay. Um, yeah? he's, a, he's a wolf with a sword in his mouth. Fuck. Uh. Icarus, it is your turn. Um, uh, Istor looks like he's about to fucking die.
0: That's not allowed. It's not fucking allowed. Um. If I step back over here, can I cast Lightning Bolt from here? Sure. Cool, I'm gonna do that. Uh, save.
1: I can make a reflex. Yeah. I rolled a natural one.
0: Wow, that's a. (laughs) That's my
1: fortnat one this session. Good. That's.
0: Let's let's see this damage. I'm Um... so fucking
1: (laughs) mad. Listeners, I want you to know I am not flubbing these rolls. I rolled a natural one, and I'm pissed about it.
0: That's 34 (laughs) times 2, 68.
1: Just as this thing looks like it's about to kill Isoror, uh, there's a blast of lightning that scorches through the uh, clockwork machine, and its gears grind together and lock before it falls onto its back and shatters. (sighs) Holy shit.
0: Alright god that fucking sucked well
2: Casca immediately steps over here gives israel like action like puts her entire body on Isaror and heals him for as
1: much hp as she fucking can <laughs> i assume this was that was very like if he had landed another hit chances are Isaror would have been no saves super dead yeah thank
3: god he didn't good god right. God damn it! <laughs> Don't fucking
0: touch this dog.
3: I'm stealing that man's sword, <laughs> chainsaw
1: uh, thing. You, Alden, you kind of wander over towards uh, the ripsaw doom blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a sexy fucking sword.
3: Alden picks it up and he's like, "Dude, this thing fucking hurts. I know from experience."
1: Ow. <laughs> So, uh, the Ripsaw (laughs) Doomblade is a plus 3 Greater Striking Serrating Bastard Sword, Uh, and it has an action Let It Rip. When the cord is pulled, serrating, you usually- uh, usually with a serrating weapon, uh, you'd spend an action and it starts spinning for one round. Mm -hmm. Uh, With this, it spins for a number of rounds equal to your strength modifier. (laughs) Uh, Usually, uh, you can wield it in one hand or two hands, but while Let It Rip is active, you must use two hands.
3: That's fair.
1: That uh, is fair. While activated, the wielder of the doomblade can spend additional actions on a successful strike to do an additional 2d12 plus strength damage per action spent as you force the doomblade in deeper.
3: That's so fucking first of all, cruel. Second of all, that's sexy. <laughs> uh,
1: let it rip let's out a loud sound. Wielders of the doomblade get a minus hand on stealth checks while wielding an activated doomblade.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cannot be stealthy uh, with a chainsaw. Nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll you pick up this fucking Numerian chainsword. How do you feel? Alden's like...
3: You thought this shit could kill me. No. You're just giving me more shit to kill you with.
0: Eleven? Eleven, Alden? Excuse me? Does that make eleven?
1: Twenty-one. 20, I thought that made twenty-one. Twenty-one?!
3: Yeah, makes twenty one. You
0: got like twenty one swords.
3: Yeah, uh, not with me, obviously.
0: Oh shit, not with you. Uh, one Unless
3: day you I'll carry, bring like
0: a bag of holding. Shit. You know,
3: I literally could bring all please of my swords with me. Please don't,
0: please don't, please don't! I'm begging
2: you. I thought Alden already did have a bag of holding.
3: The large majority of them are fairly useless.
0: Don't remind him. They
3: just look cool. I know I have a bag of holding. I just don't keep them with me.
0: Right. Okay. Um, You're just mad because I have a cool
1: collection. stands up shakily and he gives you a big lick, Casca. Baby a close boy. One. Baby
3: Alden is like, boy. Alden looks at Casca and he's like, I'm so sorry. I was trying to run to get to him, but I couldn't get to him in time.
2: It's okay. He was able to brave it out. I'm just glad that he's safe and she is still hugging him as she's saying all of this.
0: Icar walks over and he also hugs Isoror. Alden walks over and he also hugs Isoror.
3: No one wants this boy to die.
1: You all spend you all spend a second uh, hugging Isoror. However, Alden, you feel something.
3: Alden looks around as he feels something.
0: You feeling things, bro?
3: I'm always feeling things, bro. I, I, I hate bro. to
1: say this, but Alden. You feel a sense that you can only describe as yearning.
3: Um, Alden is like, I feel weird. I feel what weird do you emotions. Mean? I feel <laughs> like you
0: going through something. You need to talk about it.
3: I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't something think happened? it's I...
0: something <laughs> <laughs> happened. If something happened, <laughs> you could tell me.
3: Alden's like, no, no, Acre, nothing bad has happened. <laughs> I don't need to- I don't need to vent right now. <laughs> later. L- later I'll tell you all about my- my troubles. Um, all right. he looks around though, like, confused. Because that's a weird feeling.
1: You don't, you don't see anything, but you don't want to leave yet.
3: This was a monastery oh, yeah. of Kate and Kalen, right?
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Alden's like, um... They kind of fucked up this place and I don't know how to explain to you that um, this is my religion. <laughs> oh.
1: It's something more than that. Um, and uh, Even as you're saying that, you like it doesn't hold true as you say it.
0: I was like, you have an um,
3: religious experience, bro? Yeah, I'm always having an over-religious experience. Um, I have swords for that.
1: <laughs> um, you feel- you start to realize yearning might not be the best word so much as heartache. Oh. My is- <laughs> Alden is like, I'm never this sad.
3: Alden's <laughs> 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 like, I don't have depression. What? Um, Alan's like, I just feel kind of awful. Not like I need to leave, I actually don't want to leave yet. Um, maybe we could look around a little bit more? I feel weird about leaving right now.
0: Uh, yeah, we can look around.
2: I mean, we could try to fix this place up just a little bit while we're here too.
3: That would probably be good.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yes. You're in,
1: currently in the sanctuary. Uh there are like stairs upstairs and downstairs if you'd want. Uh the ones upstairs are, are in the uh Nartrax or whatever the fuck it was called. Um <laughs> the porch. But there are stairs towards the back which would lead into the basements.
3: Let's go into the basements? Alright. Okay. Owen's uh, like, follow me, lads.
1: Uh I'll you know like Casca as well, you've been into, like, churches of Caden Caelan uh, over the years as high priestess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that the basements are usually where the what and the vineyard, like, the wines are kept. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But as you start to enter, Isror, like, whines again. He's, like, backing, he backs away. He's like, no, no. <laughs> uh-uh.
3: Mm-hmm. Alan's like, Isror, it's okay. I I'll, I got you. Um, and he, like, looks around here. Can I, like, roll or something? I'm not sure what's...
1: No, you just think that his has a bad feeling about his basements.
3: On oh, is like, um... He's gonna pull out uh, the riskier sword that he has. He's gonna pull out the warbringer. Um... And he's gonna... He's, like, Isora doesn't need to go down if he doesn't want to, but I think I should.
0: Alright. Um
3: mm.
0: I don't want you to go alone. I'll go with you.
3: Thank you, bro.
2: Bro. Casca. Casca <laughs> looks back and she uh looks at Isora of like, Do you want to go
1: down there? sort of whines, he'll go, but he's, he's not happy
3: about it. You can stay in the back, so, or it'll be okay. I got a sword, and I will kill things that try and hurt
2: you. Hmm. I think Casca puts the, um... She puts the, uh, the puppy collar on, oh. and then puts him, like... You know how she kind of has the cape wrapped around her?
3: Oh, she has a baby she holder? Puts,
2: she puts... Isoror inside the cape that's on the front of That's um, in front That's very cute she's And she's hugging him holder. on the inside She's hugging him <laughs>
1: uh, You guys kind of like make your ways Down into the basement Into the wine cellars It is filled with enormous wooden racks Containing hundreds of wine bottles Their corks sealed with white wax Stamped with the rose goblet sigil Of the abbey and that's interesting. Mm-hmm. If it were bandits, surely they would have taken this extremely expensive wine with them. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So it definitely wasn't.
1: And i you, a wine connoisseur at this point, also notice something. Uh huh. <laughs> the wine's all soured. Oh. Ow. One's that can like, happen? One's like this. Over five years? Okay, yeah. Sort of I thought like, wine
0: was supposed to
3: be old. The wine is supposed to be aged. Um, mm-hmm. Something happened to this, I think. I don't know what, but something or someone might have soured it? That's my theory. Huh. This isn't good, though. Like, this is like, you can't drink this because you'd get sick. Sicker than you yeah. usually do with alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. And
0: that's weird
3: yeah it's really weird It it wasn't bandits then though I don't know who did it I don't think it's bandits though because bandits would have stolen shit it's kind of their thing um can I look around more to see if there's like any hints as to what happened here
1: uh I think as you're like kind of scouring uh it's not you who finds it, it's Casca, because she kind of steps on it. Ah. Bones. Ah. Uh-oh. Human bones. Take that. And as the others kind of, like, come over to hear what you're eyeing about, they see a cleric of Caden Caelan skeleton on the floor. Ah. And there's more all kind of piled up into one of the corners.
3: Oh my god.
1: That's awful. Each of their skulls is... The the forehead has been shattered as if someone hit it with a shovel. Not great! what do you guys do?
0: I feel uncomfortable, that's what I do.
1: in the center, like like at the very top, there's a little spade kind of sticking out of them.
3: Like a shovel. Yeah. Alden goes over to it. He's uncomfortable. He, uh. Alden um, looks back at Casca, and he's like, "Is that magic?"
2: Casca takes a good look at it. Well, you don't see any magic coming off it, no. detects magic. Mm-mm. She shrugs and says, Nothing I can see or detect.
3: Okay. Um, and then Alden, like, he, 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 like, he, like, holds out two fingers to, like, to, like, touch it to see if it's gonna kill him. Mm. Uh, as
1: you touch it, you suddenly hear voices. It's to he's it's come back. The- we, should we should never have, have taken, taken boy. He's We knew this was coming. He's obsessed with the, with the water, water, water. water. And now, now he's come back to hurt us, to hurt us again. Again. We won't let that happen. We won't let that happen. Um, I'll make me a reef. Make me a will save. Okay.
3: Uh-oh. Holds up my hand so my dice doesn't fall off my desk. Okay, that's a 16 plus 17, so that's- that's 34? 35? 34?
1: 35? Yeah. Uh, so, you succeeded. You, against your own will, pick up that shovel. Mm-hmm. And you try stab yourself with it. Okay. And you do, you, like, kind of gut yourself with it, uh, and you do, uh, 1d12 plus, uh, your strength damage.
3: Okay.
1: Uh, so that's eight damage on as you stab yourself with this shovel. Sounds like ah. Not very hard, but enough to certainly creep the fuck out of you. Those voices are gone, but they were whispering something about a gardener who came here and was absolutely mad. Holden stabbed himself
3: and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Ow, shit. you fuck? fucking okay, dude? Uh, no. Y- n- n- yeah, I think they're ghosts or some shit in here, um, and I don't know what the fuck is going on, but...
0: You stabbed voices. yourself
3: because of it? I... Not on purpose. You think I wanted to do this? No.
0: I don't know. Sometimes people have weird ways of dealing with things.
3: That's an incredibly unhealthy coping mechanism. I'm not sure that's <laughs>
2: the best coping mechanism. Not that, like, coping! And that's also very uncharacteristic of Alden.
3: That's true. <laughs> I'm a very happy boy. Um... Alden's like, no, that was weird. I heard a voice like voices talking about a guy called the gardener and he, they they were talking about how they shouldn't have brought some boy in and then that he was back to hurt him and then I tried to stab myself, not of my own volition.
2: Huh. Okay. Mr. Yes,
3: Wines. You said there was undead. That there was undead, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. There's something undead in here. I think. Like, are ghosts undead? Is that what that is? Hey, I don't know how this shit works. I'm I mean, pretty sure.
0: I guess.
3: Maybe the ghosts of these clerics is,
2: are still here. Probably, I mean, they didn't exactly have the greatest uh, experience when they passed, so. Yeah.
3: No, no, they all look like they got hit in the forehead and just <laughs> fucked off. Not fucked off, really, but like died. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Alden looks around and he's like,
1: "There's some lights dancing."
3: Alden is and like, "As you,
1: Kyle, hmm? look." you see a little glowing blue light in the cornered room. It's just kind of fl- hovering there.
3: And then puts this, this the fucking spade away because he's not going to accidentally stab himself again. He puts it in his bag for the moment um, in some random pocket. And he walks over to it and he's like, hold on.
1: Uh, as you start approaching it, the light kind of Away. He's like, wait. Kinda of leaves her room. Oh
3: shit. Um, there's a light, I think it's a ghost, and I think that we might need to follow it. Oh, um, okay. Alright. Um okay. I sound like a maniac, but we all know that ghosts are real in this world, so
0: Yeah. It's not <laughs> that bad.
1: Yeah. Alden is following uh, the light. It lights. starts leading you down a cistern tunnel. Mm-hmm. And it goes for about nine hundred feet. Oh my god! Mm. Okay. As you approach it, uh, follow and follow and follow. Um, you that light continues dancing off in the distance, and Icar, you got like a bad feeling about this. Something isn't right about that light, but you can't quite place what.
0: Yeah, I don't like the scoop.
1: <laughs> um, Alden, however, you continue following until eventually you find something.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: The Cistern The tunnel ends At a large vaulted cavern Filled with a crescent shaped pool Of softly rippling Crystal clear water The northern arc of the pool Cuts across the end of the passage Separating the tunnel from an island Covered with softly Riding green mold and pale fungus Although a rickety Looking wooden bridge spans the 15 foot gap on the island itself, numerous large wine casks lie around a large central pool of glowing blue water. While along the cave ceiling 30 feet above, what appears to be a half dozen pinpoints of light slowly wriggle and move, almost as if forming and reforming strange constellations in the night sky. And in the middle of this room, uh, you see something in the middle of the fountain. Mm-hmm. It appears to be a water clock. Okay. Um, and standing over the water clock, you see a halfling. Uh, caressing it slightly and cooing.
3: Okay. What do you do? Um. And that looks like a physical.
1: Like a. Oh, funny you should mention that. Don't like that. It doesn't really look super physical now that you mention it. Um, and it's just about now that Icker, you realize, ah, oh, that's what the blue light was. It was a will o wisp. Uh, oh, we follow a will o wisp. Oh, and the, the lights on the ceiling that look like stars. stars are also will o wisp. Oh, we, we fell for the classic will o wisp goof of following a will o wisp. Oh, we're so smart and clever. Um, the halfling, however, Turns to you, uh, and it kind of tilts its head to the side, and it kind of whispers, and says, "You're here to take them away from me, aren't you?" I, I know. I've felt it. I've known. She's known. He's known. Dave known. You come to take, come to take my dear away from me. I won't
3: let you. Hey, hey, we're not here to take uh, anything. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm not going to take come. anything.
1: They thought that sending me here would uh, curtail me, make me right. I've never been right, and I don't want to be right. But she, he, day, was beautiful. Oh, my darling. But they didn't want me, they never wanted me. So I trapped them, I trapped them in the clock. And now they're mine forever. And no one can stop them. Come All Kill them. All And you see this little halfling pulling behind them um, a shovel. Take her away from me! I won't let you take him away from me. He's mine forever and ever. We're in love. We're in love. You can't take him away. Hey,
0: let's let's not uh freak out here. You can't take him away. <laughs> We're not taking anyone away. All right?
3: Alden's like um, Alden. Alden nudges it, and he's like, I think I think like the ghosts of I think the ghosts. Of those clerics
0: are it like in there though. I know, but I think we're not going to get anywhere near them if we say that we're going to take it.
1: Okay, that's fine. uh it's uh, he is already moving towards you with the shovel <laughs> raised by the uh, way.
0: All
3: right. <laughs> Um, it, right? like... <laughs> he's like
1: he's like slowly walking towards you like horror movie style as you two whisper back and forth <laughs> uh, and casket you can see like this ghostly glow of necromancy as uh, what you assume must be the gardener starts walking towards you all uh, we should
2: probably do something really fast
0: now that's a good idea
1: uh, All right. Ooh, what about
0: <laughs> killing Yes.
1: <Okay. laughs> would you like to roll initiative everyone um yes yeah. Okay, everyone roll me some initiative.
3: That's. Alright, that is 9 plus 21, so that's 30. 30. I got okay. a 32.
2: So 19 plus... Oh, my neck. Uh, 21, that's 40.
1: Holy shit. Eker, what do you got? 32. Okay. Uh, And the gardener, or at least the ghost of the gardener, got a 15 plus 24, uh, which is, uh, what, a 39?
0: Sure. Cool. I
1: think so, yes. Uh, Casca, it is your turn. Well,
2: she is going to some of the heavy artillery because she doesn't want to deal with this right now. Cast and... one shot. <laughs> she. I need a reflex
1: save from this. What is kind of called? Is it reflex? I don't know. Uh, that is. Oh Jesus! That is a tree plus uh, reflex. Uh, that is Pretty a twenty-six sure. total. Twenty-six does not pass. Okay.
2: What are you casting? Kind of cold. Fuck me. 42 damage. It didn't roll super uh, great.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, 42 damage is real bad results. I rolled two results. ones, no sixes. casca <laughs> uh, you raise your, uh, your uh, staff and a blast of wintry energy swirls out overlapping uh, the cackling halfling ghost. Uh, and it shrieks... My beloved! I won't let you take her away from me! Um, the will-o-wist on the ceiling swirl, uh, feeding off this creature's agony. Casco, you have one action left. What do you do? Uh,
2: uh, 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 hm. t- t- okay, then I think she's just going to use her bow and arrow and shoot at it and see what happens. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, that's a 27 to
1: hit. Uh, 27 is not going to hit. Okay, that's that's what I thought. <laughs> uh, it is the Gardener's turn. And uh, the Gardener cackles a bit and uh, holds up its hand and uh, points at uh, you all. And it says... She's mine! She's mine! You can't take her away from me! Um, and as he does that, uh, the will o around him swirl, again feeding off his fear and suffering, and then blast towards you all, uh, make me a reflex save.
3: Okay, one. One sec, let me do
1: that. Of course, by pencils.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
3: Um. Oh, cool. Alright. Um, 19 plus 18, or 18 plus 19, actually. 30. Uh,
1: 18 plus 19 is super pass. 30 is a fail. Fuck. Damn it. Shit. Casca? I'm doing math. Uh, 36. Okay, that's a pass. So, everyone except acre you take half damage. Okay. <laughs> uh, half of 23 as uh, the willowous swirl you all and kind of like batter into you and it's a weird tingling sensation. You all hate it. Uh, he's then going to uh, kind of like spill right up to you, Alden, uh, and he's going to end his turn in front of you with his shovel drawn It says, My beloved and I shall lay here together forever. No. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Icarus, it is your turn.
0: Give me a fortitude save.
1: Okay. Uh, that is a 13. Loss uh, 20. That is a 33.
0: Uh, that matches my save exactly. Um. That saves so okay, its that's half damage. damage. Um,
1: okay. What are you casting?
0: Spirit blast. Um. Oh shit. So nice. half of 16 d6.
1: Okay. Roll that funky damage, I bro. I am
0: rolling that funky damage. Half of 55. Roll that funky damage, white boy. Uh, so 27 damage.
1: Yeah. Uh, blast shadows to siphon into the gardener as he wails and screams and above you the will-o'-wisp swarm pulses contently.
0: Bitches and hoes.
1: You got one action left. What do you do? <sighs>
0: um... I'm gonna sing. Uh, you get, uh... To or plus one to uh, attack and rolls. I love you, bro. And, yeah, thank
3: you. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. uh, Alden, it is your turn. Uh, fuck. Um, okay, I'm
3: going to. Uh, my question is swords just do is it like half?
1: Yeah, swords will do damage, but he will resist it uh, unless it has ghost touch.
3: Okay, and I don't have anything. Wait, do I have anything to get a ghost touch? <laughs> I just want to check. In case I no break item. an
2: item or something.
3: Um...
2: Nope. I haven't encountered many ghosts, so I don't think so.
3: Yeah, I'm not a ghost boy this time. My f- Um... So instead, I guess I'm just gonna attack. Um, he's going to specifically, like, hunt this guy as his prey because, good god. Um... So he, he he's like, uh, yeah, no, I don't think that you're going to be with this person forever, or whatever it is. Um, and then he's going to, um, take out uh, one more weapon. So I have the Warbringer out, but I'm going to bring out the, um, Tongue.
1: Okay. Uh, you bring out two weapons, and, uh, the lat screams, this you can't, you can't take him away. I've done everything, everything to keep him here. No matter
3: what, he can't escape me. He can not leave me. He can't reject me. Yeah. Okay. Not twenty. Oh mm. <laughs> okay, that's a. And I was using Kill the, that um, creepy
1: serial killer. I was
3: using the Warbringer. Um, <laughs> so, um. you can finally use the Warbringer and not try. Uga Oh my
1: god! um, Uh, This was a crit? Mm Mhm.
2: This is also a crit.
1: Okay, Dave, will you read me the number that just came up when you rolled all those numbers together? Oh, yeah. When you rolled a 3d8 plus 2d6 plus 6 plus 1d6 plus 2d12.
3: Sometimes you get an 8 plus 7 plus 2 plus 4 plus 4 plus 6 plus 4 plus 7 plus 10 and get a 52, bro!
1: Let's... and on a crit that doubles to 104 damage mm-hmm. fucking explode this ghost uh, into tiny little pieces uh, ectoplasm splatters against the walls as you hear him go no <laughs> in exactly that voice um, and it kind of shut like shudders through the room uh, and then like you hear like almost a collective sigh of relief from the walls
3: Alden is like his hair is singed. He's like, oh, fuck, <laughs> that
1: hurt. Yeah, because the the Warbringer certainly does a lot of backlash in your face. <laughs>
3: Icar essentially just saw Alden have an explosion happen in his face, and he looks back and he's
1: a little bit charred.
0: Oh, your eyebrows. Shut up. Oh, <laughs> girl, okay. We're back.
1: I'll draw um, them back on for you. Thank <laughs> you. Casket, while they're bantering, you immediately feel it's less hot and humid in here. Okay. The place feels normal again.
3: Huh. Alden looks back and he's like. So it's dead. You did it. (laughs) God. Yeah. (laughs) At the expense of my eyebrows.
0: So sorry about your eyebrows, bro. You still look sexy. Micca
2: said he'll draw them back for you. Yeah, but they're bushy. They just drew them back. (laughs) It's (laughs) okay. we...
0: (laughs) (laughs) We can glue hair back on your face. Shut
3: up. Alden is like, what did he, she, they, the halfling (laughs) said that they wanted to be with someone, something. I don't know what that meant. Was that the water clock thing?
0: I guess, I I don't
3: know. Did they have it on them or was it like somewhere else? The
1: water clock is like part of the fountain here in the middle of the room.
3: Alden goes over to it and he's like, is there something
1: like in there? You can see that there's a lot of water in there and it's kind of flowing around despite there being no water to like there's no force to make it flow. Oh mm-hmm.
0: free jungle juice.
2: Shut. Oh my god
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shaking
3: my head. Um is there any way to like get up to it? Is Alden gonna Yes,
1: yeah, so you can easily like just kind of wade true over to it.
3: Alden um takes his shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> He, he rolls up his pants and takes off his jacket. He's like, I'm not getting everything wet, okay? And then he's gonna go... <laughs> okay. Listen. I only singed my eyebrows off. I'm not ruining everything. Um, listen, I'm a bachelor. And then he goes... He goes over to the, he goes over to the fountain. Um... And he's gonna try and see what's going on with this water clock.
1: You smash it. I smash it. I didn't even. Yeah, you don't even like take a second. Like you walk over to it and without even realizing what you're doing, you pick it up and fucking destroy. And
3: it. I was like, whoa.
1: <laughs> you don't know what possessed you to do that, but when it happens, the water kind of like slips out into the rest of the water. And then it ripples a little bit.
3: Looks around. And he's like, "Uh,
1: hello. What the fuck?
0: Get up there." Um.
1: You- uh. And a figure rises from the water. She is beautiful, barely dressed. Uh, Ooh. as water kind of like makes up this kind of uh towel-like shape around her body. Hiding, you know, the essentials, but (laughs) bare other than that, but they are gorgeous. Uh, She's got long, sweeping black hair and perfect skin and eyes that are as enchanting as they are, devoid of an iris. And uh, the figure kind of stretches and says, Oh, oh. Goodness gracious me. I cannot thank you enough, traveler. Okay. Hey. Some people really don't know how to take a rejection. Oh, oh shit. I <laughs> am <laughs> oh so God. sorry. I d- wow. <laughs> um damn. As she steps forward, suddenly her appearance shimmers and then she is not a she anymore. Uh he is a extremely gorgeous Masculine man. <coughs> Hello. and he is, uh, he kind of, like, uh, his hair is much shorter now, but still just as perfect, his skin's just as perfect, and he kind of, like, smiles down at you and says, Oh, how long have I was I in there? I have For about five years, I'd reckon? Five oh, years? torture.
2: Oh, Wait. Oh, I am so sorry.
1: That was the gardener. They sent him to take care of... Uh, they sent him here so sort of hoping that he would uh, unlearn some of his more deviant behavior. But then he killed everyone and trapped me in a water bottle, so that shows quite what they did.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um... Yes. Okay. <laughs> he was the person that killed all of the clerics here?
1: And as they take another step forward, again, an appearance, this time of androgynous, but perfectly androgynous. And Jesus Christ, I can't. Like you know the drill.
3: God, goals, <laughs> goals,
1: goals. Um. You uh, this watery creature, who smiles at you. Really puts the fluid into gender
3: fluid. <laughs> <laughs> I start punching
1: you. Uh, and this time they say. Yes, that was the um, the person behind it all. But now that you've destroyed the object of their fascination, I don't think they'll be here to bother us any time soon. Which is good, because we don't have a lot of time to waste, I'm afraid. Waste on what is that? What? What do you mean? Hmm? Uh, Well, I've got to go find someone, unfortunately. Who? Someone who was stolen from me over these last few years.
3: Who do you need to find?
1: Stolen. Uh, well... I'm looking for a- someone I'm supposed to take care of. Um, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Evendre, and I am the Guardian of Briar. SHUT UP! (laughs) I- Alden says that- that's
3: Alden! I'm also saying that, but Alden's like, shut up, really? Are you- Fuck? What? Hello?
0: Oh my god...
3: (laughs) Alden immediately is like, do you know how to find her?! (laughs)
1: She kind of like uh, shifts back into her feminine appearance, kind of looks at you and says, Well, if you react like that's to hearing my girl's name, then I reckon we've got quite a lot to discuss.